guys. Awesome episode today. We got a climaxing issue, a cam girl fight, and we're talking about love. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. And welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it works. That's how the grand circle of podcasting life goes. You listen. You like. You post it as your Instagram story. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. Review. Subscribe. Do it. That's how you help. For the free entertainment that you're getting every Tuesday and Friday, you keep pushing out. You support our sponsors. That's how it works. And people, when you DM me letting me know how you like the show, oh, it feels good. Nothing feels as good as when you make it your Instagram story. Oh, it's like it's as if I'm on a mountain face. And it's cool, and the wind is rustling. And we got a stream going down the mountain. And I'm just, I got my a stream, yeah, there's the stream. And my nuts are out. And you've taken a feather, and you've just grazed that feather up and down the seam. From shaft to anus. That's how it feels. Every time you let me know how you're listening, where you're listening. And I got this email, feather the nuts. J Train, earlier today I was in a Starbucks restroom and I saw the Dyson Airblade hand dryer. Why did I why did I get a weird thought of delicately dipping the balls in there and let the warm winds tickle the testes? Or somehow attaching several small feathers to the hole to the sides to let them graze the gr- gonads. All of the J Train pods have has flipped a strange switch in my brain. Well, if you have a place, I appreciate that email. If you have a place where you would want your nuts to be feathered, send it in. Podcast at gmail.com. This listener wants to be, you know, tended to by a Dyson. Good for him. Mm. I get it. I'm here listening to it going, now I have this sudden urge. Every time I see a Dyson, this is all I'll think about. Very excited about today's guest. An OKP from way back when. Original key player. Ooh. That's right. Jamie Lee, thank you for coming back. Oh, thanks for having me. The crowd is shocked. Great guest alert. This is it, what it's all about. You you, you got to put your headphones on. You got to get the, get all the sound now. effects. It's oh, now it's too loud. loud. Yeah. Hold on, I'll turn it down. Right, is that better? I think so, yeah. Is that better? Yeah, that's. Well, it's still a little loud. Hold on, is that better? Yeah, that's good. Okay, play it again. Great guest alert. Okay, Woo. <laughs> you did it. Thank you. Now, if, if some of you are new listeners, Jamie, for a long, you know, I was, I was like pushing to have you like co-host this show yes. at a, when it was TFM podcast. Yes. And you were just so busy with stuff. and I got busy, and then I think I moved to L.A. like yes. very shortly. I was very upset. But I still get emails being like, bring Jamie Lee back. Oh, that's so nice. And so it is very nice to have Aww. you here. Look at the crowd's excited. So at really Jamie Lee on Instagram, at the Jamie Lee on Twitter, 
You're in town because you're writing for Crashing. No, I'm actually in town just because I had a bunch of stand-up dates on the East Coast. So yeah. I'm staying in New York during the week and I see you at the cellar sure. and whatnot. And then I go um, to other cities on the weekends. Okay. And I'm just here for the month. And you're here for the month. Yeah. And, but you've been writing on Crashing too. I have, yes. That's going to be an amazing... Yeah, I write and act on Crashing. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really great. We just shot our third season and it premieres in January. Does it feel... So January, everyone should be DVRing and watching Crashing anytime they can. Is it weird to do a show about stand-up as a stand-up? Are you ever sitting there going, life imitating art? Yes. Type, art uh, imitating life, whatever. Yeah, I think that sometimes it just feels tricky because I'm like... I this is so my world. It's but, personal. But is it interesting to the public? Like, is yeah. it actually interesting, or is it just something I know really well because it's my whole existence? It's kind of why I have a little bit of trouble watching. Sure. Uh, makes just sense. personally, not of to course. say. Of course, no, no, no. I think that makes total sense because I'm. Not, I'll see something on the show. I'll go. I've done that. I felt that. I I don't know if this is. I don't want to make it seem cool to people. I know, you know like I know. I, I think that that's that for me is I have to take these headphones off. I feel like I off. sound like I'm underwater. Okay. Um, you can take, a, take take them off all the way. You're I'm good. You're fully good. Don't worry. done with the headphones. Um, wait, what was I going to say? I don't even remember. When I oh. see you, it's tough to watch because oh, yeah. I'm like, why, I don't think this is cool. This wasn't cool for me to do. Yeah, it, it's personal. It's it, personal. Yeah, and it feels like it also, I mean, I'm sure you agree with this, like, you know, crashing is sort of capturing this very specific time in a comedian's yeah. life when like there's a, I mean, there's always a lot of uncertainty if you're in the entertainment business in general, mm -hmm. but it's especially uncertain when you're starting out in stand up. Yeah. And that is a very visceral response to have to relive that because you kind yeah. of are past that. You know, you worked really hard. You did a bunch of like open mics for a long sure. time. You had a day job like and then becomes your career. And you're like, oh, cool. I'm over a little bit of a hurdle there because now I can make money doing this. But to like go back to that time when shit was just yeah. so unpredictable is is tough at Pe times. People ask me a lot. They're like, uh, you know, you know, they ask about how you start out, how you do it. And I always say, like, you got to be a little delusional. Sure. And it's like, I couldn't go back and do the things I did on day one now. No, absolutely. I totally agree sort with that. Sort of like to watch it again. Yeah. You're, you're, you're it strikes doing, a nerve. Yeah, it, it kind of does. Absolutely. I always, it's actually really kind of fun for me to talk about this because I, I'm curious how comedians perceive watching crashing. Cause I think it hurts I, me. It, it hurts. Yeah. I mean that, that makes total sense. Yeah. I think some people have been like, Oh, I really love it. Cause it takes me back to that time. And then other yeah. people are like, I literally can't watch it. It's like too much. Yeah. It's uh, I can. And I can't, I, I do have moments. Well, also there's probably the thing too, where it's like, you'll see something and you're like, that's not exactly how it goes down. Sure. Like it, it's pretty accurate. It's like 80% mm. accurate, but it's not fully accurate to the experience that we've had and that's because we're also making a tv show and like stuff has to be exaggerated or tweaked yeah. to be as entertaining as possible listen you watch uh like entourage sure. like a show like that where you're like i could looking back i'm like yeah entourage i love that we're five minutes into the podcast and you've already referenced uh, entourage that's very on I, brand i bring it you. up as many very times on I, brand i love it <laughs> well this the show is that's why a dude like me would love entourage it's like rich we're talking dude. about crashing and you relate it to entourage <laughs> well this is where I, okay how no i need to know i need to know give goes, me the analysis it has this thing where it's like rich dude has 
problem gets out of problem. Sure. Play the music. Walk off into the sunset. You did oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did it. And it's like that's every crap or every uh, yeah. entourage episode. Yeah. Is rich dude problem. We did it. Walk into the sunset. Right. And um, and then you you know come to you're like you know you look back on entourage now and you're like man I can't believe I ate up the show in the way I did because you're like look how linear. Oh, that yeah. life is it's and so it's simple like, but they had to do it that way to make a show yes. that you could turn off and feel good and go to bed at and night and it also was like brain candy it was totally. like an easy watch such an easy yeah, watch you're and making me want to rewatch it I, <laughs> there's some episodes that you I, I've rewatched a few I'm like I can't believe <laughs> I was in I was so in like yo how's Vinny gonna do great. it this week it was great it was great it, it was, was great. great and so but I think with you know the crashing thing is like the related to it is like nothing's that linear you know right like oh, you don't yeah, just go no. from like open mic to barking to open mic it's an to EKG. I it's open up down for, up yeah, down up o- down exactly. up down absolutely the tuesday night you're tr- you're submitting to, you're on a showcase to maybe be on the tonight show <laughs> wednesday night you're at a five o'clock open mic yeah like and it's it's more like that than up and up and up and we'll see well it, i think that's what's kind of interesting is that that for us it feels very up down up down but actually like one, like 10 years from now, we'll be like, it actually was kind of a climb. Yeah. You, but when you're in it, it feels crazy erratic. Sure. But if you were to like, look at your resume, it's like, well, you're actually doing like so much more now than you were like two years ago or whatever. You know what I mean? You're living in the moment. So the, each moment feels bigger than, you know, yeah. Then but you then when you, you take a step back, you're like, oh yeah, that's like, I like built a resume. Yeah. Over absolutely. time. Do people ask you a lot about the show? I don't know. I was going to, I had these questions. I, I wasn't no, sure I, if you have. I mean, been on the record or something like that. I mean, yes and no, but it's way more fun and interesting to talk to like a fellow comedian sure. about it because I don't really do that. I'm not yeah. like, let's talk about the show I'm yeah. on. Like that would just be like the worst person to be around. Um, but it is fun to kind of like delve into it because sometimes in the writer's room, it can be it can be hard because I'm like, oh, just like talking about stand up again. Like, yeah. I live it. So. Well, that was like uh, for me, like people ask, like, do you date a stand up? Would you date someone? Mm. And, and like, I know you're married mm. yes. to someone that, you know, Dan Black, yes. super funny. Yes. And he's in kind of the, the improv world. Yes. Or now sketch world. crossing over more, though, to stand up. Stand up. Is yeah. that hard? At to times. Discuss it? Because at I, times I it is. Yeah. I had moments where I was like, I, you know, if you're, I'm like, when does my brain get a break? A hundred percent. No, I've, I've had to set like, and Dan, it's not even the way Dan talks about it. Dan is like, he has like a very, he just has a very healthy attitude. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we talk about it? And for me, I feel crazy. Cause I'm like, I can't talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I talk about it in the writer's room on crashing nonstop. Yep. I, I can talk about like, I want to know like if your show was good. Absolutely. Like, sure. let's hear that. But when we start getting into like, the nitty gritty of like the community and stuff. I'm like, it's I got to shut it off. I can't, I just, it's like too, it's too much comedy talk uh, for me. And, and I, I mean, I think that's the same. Like we have a lot of people that write in and like, I know this guy or girl from work and it's like, it seems very romantic and easy. And then you're like, well, there's other things you're not going to re- like breaking up is a side point to it all. That's a really good point. You know, like the, Oh, the guy at work that I like and is flirty towards me. 
that has layers of shit you're going to have to deal with that you don't even think about on hookup one. Right, no. Like hookup 12 is going to have, well, did you see how that person treated me today? And you have to hate them too. And you're like, oh right. my God. Right. When does this, you know Yeah, I mean? no, I, yeah, you can, I think meeting people at work makes sense, but like at least try to get them in like a different department. Yeah. Like mailroom HR, great combo. Totally cool. Kind of, kind of, you know, kind of, kind of wrong yeah, with the mailroom dude. Yeah, yeah, slumming that, it. Slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm pumped to have you here. All of you need to go follow Jamie at really Jamie Lee at the Jamie Lee. It's so good to have you back. Uh, it's so fun to be here. Are you ready to do some emails? I absolutely. Because I know you know how the show in. works. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. But I feel like we can really bang out some problems today. Oh, let's, we can go let's bang those out. <laughs> bang them out in the entourage way we were meant to yeah, do it. We only bang out emails. We don't read emails. No. We fuck emails. Yeah, let's fuck some emails. I like this email. May or may not have said I love you. Ooh. We start romantic. That's yeah, there's a lot lot to unpack there. The listeners of age, Jamie, this is not this is no longer <laughs> How do I fuck that chick from English 101? This is now... I have so many questions right away. May or may n- not have? Uh, is that a drunk thing? Or the, like you don't remember? The other night I was kissing my girlfriend of about four months Good night, And she said, I love you for the first time. Or at least that's what I heard. Oh. I say it back. We kiss some more. And then I tell her I meant it. And she, I like... Oh my God. I like that you say I love you and then you go, I, no, I no, 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 that it. was for real. No, I really meant it. She then tells me she's not ready to say it back. I'm like, you literally just said it Whoa. to me or else I wouldn't have said it. Whoa. She insists that she said, I missed you. Oy. Oh God. And it's really okay. She likes me a lot and she's happy and is not going anywhere. My question is how to proceed. Act normal as if nothing happened or talk about. We had been drinking some when I said it, though I did mean it. But now I feel embarrassed and I don't want to put the pressure on her to say it back. She's been through a lot in her life, uh, her family life. And I think I'm the first guy she's opened up to in about two years. Her last relationship was pretty bad. I let things uh, proceed at her pace because of that. But we have uh, met each other's families, have talked about holidays, and have gone on multiple weekend getaways. It feels like we have a strong connection and relationship. I had already thought about this I love you scenario a lot. My game plan was to wait for her to initiate. Now that's clearly fucked. Your perspective, your perspective would be greatly appreciated. What do you think? This is a great email. Yeah, it's a great email, and I think you have to let it go. Because, yeah. first of all, I love you is not something that you can force another mm-hmm. person to say it. It is kind of this weird, you either are ready to say it or you're not. Yeah. And there's really no way to like expedite that process. So I think literally your only choice is to let it go. If you feel like she doesn't love you or it's not headed towards love, then I think that's something you can focus on. But I think as far as like her actually saying that, sentence i think you just have to chill you gotta chill you can't wear i love you as like a badge no it's not like a level in the game because not at all everyone has their different versions of love also a lot of people they don't know what that is yes and can i just say it's so funny because i was just talking to someone about this i was in a relationship where where we said i love you Mm. and it was kind of this like big moment like he actually bought me jewelry and was really? like, yeah, it was like a, it was like a 
an event, like an I love you event. And even as and I, I was, love you event. It felt like it. It was really so what, like. It was like a date. And he was like, was like, you're meeting me for dinner. And he took out the, 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 the box yes. with the jewelry. And it was, was like, after dinner. We were I walking around you. Central Park. And Central Park. Yeah, it was it was loaded. I mean, it was heavy, heavy. How stuff. long were you together? Um, almost a year. Okay. At this point, I think we had been together maybe half a year, six months. Got it. I don't know why I did the math just for anyone who didn't know what half a year was. <laughs> um, but then wait a minute, hold on, put down your calculators now. Okay. Continue. Now every, yeah, continue and continue. Yeah. So it happened. And again, it was a very sort of like on paper, quote unquote, romantic situation but even in the moment i was like we don't really love each other yeah we feel like we should love each other we we're we're a cheat i mean next level in the video game we're doing the thing that we're supposed it to be felt doing. like we were putting on a play well the whole relationship felt like i was in a play it's yeah. like everyone who saw us was like oh my god i want what you guys have like we were super uh. affectionate like always like kissing and just like very outwardly on point yeah and then behind closed doors i was like something's off something's and it was we broke up we we were only together less than less than a year it's interesting because like a lot of like relationships are just more practical than romantic and it's like the practicality of like we're gonna go to central park that's more romantic like it doesn't again on paper on paper it works great move but then like in your stomach you're like no and then it's like what's next like yeah like it's like getting your 16 year old uh, uh, mercedes like you gotta go uh, up uh, yeah. from mercedes oh that's a great point yeah yeah exactly but that was that was kind of the person i was dating was they were very like were they, they were showing? a lot of gestures I don't know, i'm not into that especially with i love you i think i love you is not and then this ties back to the email like it isn't it isn't uh, like you said. It's not a video game. It's not a Central Park walk. It's not jewelry. It's truly something that is just there or not there. You yeah. cannot reverse. You cannot reverse engineer. I love you. Like I, it's either going to happen or it's not. Here's what I'll say to this guy. And the best advice I can give is like own your own feelings and don't have feelings to make someone else have their feelings. So where you said at this point you're like you said it. You go. I feel it. This is where I am. Okay, good for you, buddy. Unless you didn't feel it and you felt pressure to say it in the moment sure. and that's why you're writing us the email is that you actually are like, whoa, I don't... Like maybe it challenged your own beliefs and yeah. now you're kind of like, do Be, I? Well, well, <laughs> well, also not getting it back. Like, Oh, it's very vulnerable. You were, of course, you, you're protecting your heart by writing this email. You're, totally. you, you are feeling vulnerable. And that's okay. But also the, the leave it be, if you harp on this... You're just going to push her away because she's going to go, well, we're in different places. I must not be into him. If I, You can go, I've said it. I'm in I love you land. She knows it. It's out there. Go on. Have fun together. Keep enjoying. I wouldn't mention it ever. Never. And let her come to you and go. And, and when she does say, if she does say it. You can say it back. You can go, well, I'm happy you, you made it here. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> welcome to I Love welcome, You Land. I've been here welcome. a little bit. I've been here for a while. Wipe your feet on the mat and come on in. Yeah. Yeah. Take off your shoes. Take them off. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Real, really Jamie Lee. At really Jamie Lee on Instagram. At the Jamie Lee on Twitter. Let's keep going. Is this a lost cause? That's a long ass email. Maybe we go to a different one. Okay. Question to be answered on the podcast. This That's is a nice lot of spacing. spacing. Yeah. What do you think on the situation I'm in? I've been talking to a guy for four months. We text, snap, DM each other a lot each day, meaning the convo never dies. Hey. I kind of don't like that. 
It's a lot. It's like, what do you talk about when you're together? Yeah, it's that's a die. great point. Um, we have plenty of mutual friends, and he lives in the next town over, so we haven't hung out much, just been on three dates. This is another thing. Like, you're what? texting every day, but you've been on three dates. That's so, yeah. What do you value more? Are you doing these conversations to keep up your own confidence in the relationship, or are you actually saying something? Right, and also if you don't live that far apart, like why wouldn't you just like take it to face to face? He is also talking to a girl I know who no. I went to college with a few years ago. Here's where things get weird. They already got weird when he's talking to another girl. I mean, that <laughs> I I literally just I just said no. Like yeah, it was like a snap reaction. <laughs> I was just like no. It came out of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was as, as 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 naturally as blinking. He talks to me about her <gasps> and her to me. And her to me. Oh. He talks to about her, me to her and mm-hmm. her to me. Because of this, this girl has blocked me on social media. I can't see her Instagram snap stories and she acts standoffish mm. when she does see me. Uh, my guess is she's just feeling threatened. This guy he's, sucks. Yeah. He's been incessantly trying to schedule a hangout with all three of us. And it hasn't worked out. When I saw him in person, I told him that he's welcome to hang out with her. But I'm not sure he wants to be friends with me. So let's hold off on a group thing. I said nothing negative about her, FYI. However, he played it off almost dismissing what I, what I just said. In the last two date, last two dates I've gone with him on, he's brought up this girl. A couple Sundays ago, we made plans, but he never confirmed. Turns out he hung out with her. The way I found out about this hangout was I was asked asked about him how his weekend went, and he made a joke. I hung out with your ex BFF. After seeing that, I was disappointed and turned off. So I texted him that he's immature. He asked why. I said it was uh, for the ex BFF comment, and he replied, "Oh, sorry." And since then, it's been two weeks, and he has not contacted me at all. Yet, of course, he still watches all my Snap and Instagram stories. You know it. I wanted to know what your take on this was and what I should be doing. Obviously, he's into both girls and not going about it in a gentleman way. I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he is inexperienced. What? What? We're all in our mid-20s, and I'd love to hear you what you think. And I still have a chance if I should reach, if I still have a chance, if I should reach out explaining anything to him or what. Thanks in advance. What do you think of this situation? Okay, two things. One, I, I, I mean, I feel like I would be a bad friend to be like, you should definitely keep exploring this. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. bad. He's bad. Um, what he's doing is manipulative. It's He's fucking with your head. He's fucking with her head. Mm. He's pinning the two of you against each other, which is just why. Why yeah. Why do you... Why does a man in his mid-20s crave that level of drama? I don't understand. But the one thing I'll say is that um, I do think there's something enticing about, like, talking to someone all day, Um just that sort of bottling that feeling of like a new relationship. Sure. Of like You just want to share all of the dumb shit you do all day with another person. Yeah. So if you feel like you're getting that or you were getting that out of it, I get that. Um, but beyond that, he's, I mean, I don't know if you wanted him to be relationship material, but he could not be further from it. Yeah. It feels to me like I have like my, my spidey senses going off that him and this other girl are closer than you think they are. I think so too. Like I think they're in like a real something relationship. And also he might be the type of person that's telling her stuff like, Oh, like this girl just won't leave me alone. And she's probably like, Oh my God, that's so, that's so crazy. Your life is so crazy. You should block her. It could like fuel their, it could fuel their chemistry. Honestly, like Mm. you could be part of some kind of like scheme that you don't even realize you're a part of. Yeah. And it's also like these things. It's like a lot of women write in, they go, is this weird? 
if you're writing like, it's yeah, weird it's weird it's weird it's okay to think it's weird yeah it, and he's like the fact that he wants you all to get together to me here's what here's what it sounds like to me and it's that sounds like a like he wants to watch you like lesbian hate kiss in front of him while he jerks off yeah it sounds like (laughs) deceitful in a way that i don't mean to sexualize it but that's kind of where i was like going with it like where they're together he found this girl that he's talking to that they and he thinks he's gonna set up a threesome yeah it feels like it, that. It feels like a yeah, like a little like chasing Amy. Like the only way that we're all gonna get along is if we all fuck. And, and it's, it's like, like no. <laughs> why do you all need to get along why? too? <laughs> yeah, why? Why? You guys cannot be friends. Absolutely. And, and also, so this is like one of those house fire situations. When I see a house fire, I'm not walking into the fire. It's like he's a polygamist. And he's like, yeah, like you can both be my wives. And then the wives hate each other. Hate each other. Yeah. You watched a documentary. (laughs) You guys just hold hands. That's what. And the thing is what he's doing. And this is how manipulative people work. They take the thing that is irrefutable and they put it on you for refuting. It's gaslighting. Yeah, you refute He's it. Gaslighting you. Yeah, you got. You, what, wow, you can't be got, friends yeah, with another what's woman. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's like it's no, like, you're what's wrong yeah, with me. You're the one. Why do you need us to be friends? Yeah, no, this guy. Walk away. This guy needs to remove a rib and suck his own dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. So walk away and find someone new to get the dopamine from in those texts. Yeah, like absolutely. I do understand what and you're saying. And you'll get it. I mean, you'll find, you're, you'll find it. Yeah. Find someone else to text. Obviously into both girls. Like, and you're like, I'd love to hear, you know, should I keep, should I reach out and explain anything? To, don't Ab, reach out anything. You should cut him off. Right. Anything you try to text him, he's going to go, oh, you're being crazy. No. It's always going to come back on you. So just walk away. No explanation needed. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do sex advice for 40 somethings. Great. Hi, Jared. I'm so happy I found you uh, have brought me so much laughter during my unbearable commute over the past few months. I've also discovered some great comedians. I'm now a huge fan of Mehran Kagani and Krista Stefano. That's oh, nice. I mean, you. that makes complete sense. They're Total both great. sense. Both great. Fantastic guests. You're going to be a Jamie Lee fan after we're done. I realize I'm as old as the parents of your listeners, but guess what? Dating in your 40s is a nightmare trying to juggle custody schedules, people with multiple exes and baby mamas, men being broke from child support, alimony and living with their moms and just an assortment of issues you really aren't prepared for. Divorce blows, but trying to navigate the dating world at this age is be been equally awful. Listen. Oh, that's such a bummer to hear. Dating does not know an age. You know, yeah, like, dating is just really hard. It's hard. It is really hard. And I think what this podcast does and you up, it's about admitting to it's hard, having a laugh at it. And also like dating is also lonely. Mm. I think because you, there's so many things that don't, they're considered, I mean, I call this the podcast of luxury issues. The, they're luxury issues. You're like, oh, someone likes you enough to text you. Bah, boo-hoo. And it's like, yeah, but what does that text mean? Yeah, and it's so also still playing people. with your heartstrings, and it's also taking up mental space that you kind of don't really have. Yeah. It's like it takes so much work. Like, I mean, when people say dating is a second job, like it is. Yeah. Because it's so emotional. You are invested, even when it's people you don't technically love. Almost liking someone is worse than loving someone. It yeah. takes so much work At to like someone. At least with loving someone, you it, can the, relax. The pieces are in place. Yes. Liking is a whole. It I goes mean, up and down. Yeah. I mean, look at this last girl who's writing in saying we text every day with someone she's seen. Three I talked times. to Dan yesterday, and, and we're married. 
So I've been on and off the abs for the past few years, and my most recent stint on Hinge brought me a truly nice guy. Okay. 49, I'm 44. We first meet up uh, for drinks. was four days after we matched. Went very well. Second date was a nice dinner. A few days later, I took him home. Hmm. We hooked up. He doesn't finish. Mm. I'm thinking it's just awkward first-time pressure, and I let it go. Third date, nice dinner, good vibe. Back to his house. Most women actually don't get, want uh, to get fucked for an hour straight with no end in sight. Mm. I tried switching positions, talking dirty, asking what he wants, but eventually we gave up and I was sore for days. Jesus. Over the course of one of our texting sessions, he asked what turns me on and of course, I also asked him hoping for some insight. Nothing of note, but part of his response stated he doesn't like it when he is asked, are you going to come? Jeez. Jesus Christ. So obviously this is a thing for him. Yes, obviously it is. Um, we were supposed to hang out this weekend, but I'm not looking forward to this routine and my head is now too overwhelmed with this. Rather than enjoying the moment, the guy has a house, a su- is successful, very good looking, and basically a unicorn in the barren land of middle-aged dating. I'm also a successful career woman, have one child, a house, and I'm independent. How do I work through this particular situation without walking away? I don't know how to talk to him about such a sensitive topic without hurting his ego. I want to be respectful of him and his manhood. I like this guy and actually feel like we could have a real relationship. I can't handle this as a regular thing. Any suggestions? Old people need love too. Absolutely. Laughy face emoji. And you're not old. She's not old. She's. I'm looking at her. You're killing like, it. Her little like thumb picture. Yeah, you're She's a cute. fucking badass. Yeah, you're great. independent. You own a home. You killing have a kid. It. Like we love you. And we are all so happy. It is tough here oh, to okay. find a guy at that. Age, you know, just in. On, like it's cool that they find that it syncs up and that they're enjoying each other and yeah they got one issue well here's my okay the, i don't know I, i'll just say it um i feel like maybe he's on medication oh because i was on sure i don't i don't want to pretend that i know anything okay. for certain however i was in a i can't come phase um, because I was on Zoloft mm. and that's a common side effect of Zoloft is yeah. that like, it's not like I didn't get to the point where I completely lost my sex drive, but I like literally could not come. Yeah. Like even if I was masturbating, I was like, I cannot do it. Can't get over the fence. No. And it's really frustrating. I only took it for maybe six months. This was like six years ago. Sure. Um, and that even, that wasn't even the number one reason I went off of it, but it definitely was like, wait a minute, this is crazy. Like you're like dead. Like you're not dead emotionally. You still want to connect with somebody. You still want to have sex with someone like Mm -hmm. there. But anyways, my point is just that this might be that situation. or it's just a it's a factor that not even you can control. Uh, that's I think you that's know, the bigger point. Yes. Medication or whatever it might be. Um he did say I, I don't like that he said I don't like when women ask, Are you going to come? Because that seems like a side door answer to I have trouble coming. Yeah, this is you know, this instead is a of thing. because so that kind of proves to me that he does get offended by this a little bit yeah instead of saying sensitive if he had texted her back listen listen this happens i just don't come i (laughs) I have an issue (laughs) just this is my thing and listen i'm having and and if he was like i'm having fun during sex i'm enjoying myself but this is how this is how i do (laughs) um i i'm just uh i'm just don't i'm I'm just just, a no no come what's a k k sounding now i'm just no no come 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 no come (laughs) kevin i'm just Oh, come Kevin. <laughs> That's me. That's my thing. N-K-K. <laughs> I, N-K- NCK. This is me. Yeah. It's my thing. NCK. Like it, That would be a more 
easy scenario because then you could be like, thank you for acknowledging yeah, it. Acknowledge versus putting it on me to kind of like pry it out of you. Also put it on her to go, well, don't ask about this not coming. Thing. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, so we do know that there's an ego in the way. We do know that there's an emotion in the way. So we have to guard against that. I have been in situations where I have not been able sure. to make a girl come, mm-hmm. uh, me and every guy. Yeah, it's very so, common. So this is, <laughs> no shame so, around and that. No shame in, in saying that. We're complicated. When I'm in that position, I'm always like, ah, I failed. There's a failure element. Sure. Like, God, you know, there is a... So I, I'm I'm connecting with her in the way of like I get why she's like listen this fucking this oil we gotta spring oil at some point right you know? and like, also like I think the whole thing of like making a girl have an orgasm it's known for being tricky and sure. not a sure thing whereas like with men we're like oh I hope you don't ejaculate in the first yeah. twenty seconds <laughs> yeah I'm the best at coming. <laughs> Okay, you I'm, don't want to be champion. the worst at coming, yeah. but you also don't want to be the uh, yeah. best. You want to be mediocre it's at coming. It's a slippery yeah. slope. It is. <laughs> it's an ex- that's a, that's a very true point. I I would love to be average at coming. That's and that's the toughest part is that you're fucking walking a a, a tightrope of coming. <laughs> I I feel for everyone involved in this situation. I no really come coming, do Kevin. It. And this woman who's obviously cool and fun. I would give her, I would say a couple things. Fruition blowjobs are, are a good thing. What is a fruition blowjob? Blowjob to fruition. Oh, oh, dr- <laughs> blow, oh beach to fruition. A, f- a beach to fruition. Okay, yeah. Let's fruish this beach. Wait, but what if he can't come during a beach? Her whole well, jaw is, is going to be on fire. This is what I'm saying. Okay. I, you have to at least... You know, it's kind of like going from like autopilot to like get on the let's get on the on the wheel. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that it's like a maybe more targeted way to deal with. It. Yes. Yeah. So let's get them. Let's come once. That's what I'm saying. Let's get the first come. So, right. so I'm starter, not saying starter come. The starter come. I'm not saying that she needs to like, you know, now you're his fucking blowjob slave. But I'm saying but I agree. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think that's get your hands on the like wheel. Solid advice. Yeah. So I would say let's start with that. Let's start with a fruition blow blowjob to fruish and maybe a finger in the butt. Maybe, you know, like let's, let's play with the controls. You know, like let's let's fool around <laughs> with the keys you. a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like I do. I'm just trying to think. Also, sorry, and you tell me what you think of this because I feel like you are going to have way better advice here than I am because you're you're a guy, so you would know how you would want this. (laughs) You've come. Uh, This guy over here, he's come. Oh, I'm coming. Um, But I... Do you think that maybe uh, I've never done this, but like like asking him to masturbate in front of her? Like... so she can kind of see like what he's I love into. That. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. What also like th- show me how to do it. Yeah. Like show me how to make you come, <laughs> but without <laughs> saying that. I think he might be into something that he's afraid to bring. Oh, up. that's interesting. Because when she said, "What makes you hot?" He was like, "Nothing of note." And come it, on, I there's something no, makes you hot. Something, yeah. Something is your go-to. Because he's point. not asexual. No, he's in the bed. He's yeah, hard. He's there. Yeah. So. I'm not saying like I I've never been in a position where like I'm in uh, I'm having sex and I can't come because I need that one button pushed. Right. But maybe that's where he is. So and I do know as a guy, it is really tough sometimes to say what you're into. 
Interesting. Because you're, all, you know, every we get emails all the time here and you up with, with you know, it, it, it's like this guy did this in bed. And then the first question is, is he gay? Mm. And mm. Th- that's a that's kind of the position men are put into with sexualized things. That's interesting. So, also, yeah, it's also like so you don't want to scare the woman off. Don't want to, and, and women do get scared. Off. I mean, mm. listen, I talked about. Um, I, I told a girl finger in the butt during a blowjob, and then it became this like big joke with her friends on a group chat, and she thought it, was, and she told me, and I was like, I understand the joke. I get jokes. I think it's funny, but also. Throw that finger in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and also that's like a trope. Like you hear people like a finger in the butt. Yeah. Like that to me is like not. It's not crazy. Not but I'm at saying, all. But it's that very even, much in the realm of possibility. Totally. But even in that where I brought it up, I became this punchline for this group. Right. As opposed to what you're saying yeah. is like, oh, that's out there. That's well, what people do. This also goes deeper because this is like why the fuck is like our like piss and shit anatomy also our sex anatomy yeah. like it's like it <laughs> only, really it's really there. not our fault yeah. it's just like ridiculous it's ridiculous we, it's not fair it's yeah if shit came out of your mouth you'd be like i shouldn't be eating with no this. you'd be like yeah. i need a second mouth yeah, i need a second mouth this is crazy why are we doing this to ourselves i should be eating through my ear yeah so i i i think you but what, i'm saying all this stuff about like the fear that men have with like coming out with whatever they're into because you kind of have, as the woman who's there and ready, maybe you drive that bus a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you drive the funky bus. Like, were you the kinky bus? Like, whatever that is, you know, and you start, and I'm not saying, I, I hate to put this all on women. I know. But, but she's there. But she's you with sound, them. I don't from think your email, away. you sound a lot more evolved and yeah. like you really want to just solve this problem. Yes. So, because you're already in the driver's seat because you're, trying to solve it yes which sucks but also you sound like someone who's like you know comfortable taking charge and like you know yeah i steering this shit i would even in your direction when you blow him i would even do the i would ask i want i would literally say i want you to come in my mouth oh i mean because then there's no that's not you that's not you saying why haven't you come that's saying this makes me feel I would be so turned on. I really love this advice. Yeah, it's good. It, yeah. it also is hot. It's hot. There oh, is absolutely. something hot. Yes, if someone's yeah, that's hot. If someone's that's looking hot. at you going, come in come my mouth, in my fucking that's mouth. Powerful. It's powerful. That's powerful rhetoric. And at that point, that's right. That's right. The crowd is is shocked. I I at that point, the beauty of that is because then it puts him in a position. Well, here's what will make me come. He, if he gets mad at that, you have to go. Listen, I'm here. I'm I'm here for you. If he if if at that point he's turned off or it doesn't work out, you have to go. I'm here for you. If there's something you're into, I'm not going to be scared away by it. I'm really enjoying your time, but it feels like I'm failing a little bit. Put it in you terms, not him. Yeah, that's great. Use I statements. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Really, Jamie Lee on Instagram at the Jamie Lee. So funny. Go support. She's amazing on Crashing. Go watch it coming in January. We're sponsor people. I love this sponsor. New sponsor alert. Do we have that as a thing? Is there a siren? Because I like this sponsor. And I, they sent me a, t- a test one. They sent me this candle. It is called Ooh. Right. Smells so good. That's right. New sponsor alert. Oh. And it's a perfect holiday gift okay oh my god i want this to come in my mouth 
It's called <laughs> It's called Homesick. Okay? Here's what I like about Homesick, okay? God. It is a candle that is specifically tailored to each state in the union. Okay? All the states have a different candle with a different smell mm. to bring you back to a time in your life that maybe you spent with that person on a trip or at a place that you guys connected on. So this isn't about the candle, okay? I mean, a candle is a candle, but I love this gift, especially around the holiday time, because if you were abroad with someone, if you met someone somewhere, if you went on a trip with someone, I have the Massachusetts homesick candle. I'm from Massachusetts. That makes me think of home, just seeing it on my table. It's a conversation starter. People say to me, oh, you're from, I had no idea. Um, if you went abroad, you can send it on a broad candle. If you went, if you spent time going to college in a place like Michigan or Texas or Florida or California, and you uh, had a special relationship with that place and someone else, this is a great gift to send to someone you love or like or just enjoy as a friend. It's also a great gift as a bachelor bachelorette thing. It's it just works, and I I can't believe. This company didn't exist a hundred years ago, but I guess this is you know because it's it really is a great idea. It's iconic design, stylishly personalized your home or office with a conversation starter that smells great and puts you in a great mood whenever you smell it, burning or see it on your shelf. It's a great holiday gift for a variety of occasions: going to college, deployed, military, weddings, anniversaries, retirement gifts. It's just I I, I can't say enough about how nice of a gift this is. They sent me this, and I, I, I got to say, it does make you think of home or wherever. Right now, my listeners, uh, go to homes, homesick.com and use promo JTRAIN. That's homesick.com, promo JTRAINS. Receive 10% off any order over $50 and get free shipping. That's, a, that's free money, people. Free money alert. Bring that siren. There we go. So listen homesick.com promo j train homesick.com promo j train 10% off any order $50 uh, of over $50 get free shipping great deal 10% off and free shipping are you kidding me this amazing offer uh, and the most popular state and city candles won't last long so you can do states you can do cities don't wait homesick.com promo j train homesick.com promo j train promo j train 10% off uh, an order of $50, uh, over $50, and free shipping. Find a personal gift. This is one of those gifts that, you know, Jamie talked about going to Central Park and having a piece of jewelry thrown at her because they love each other. That's not personal when you think about it. No. But it, if the candle would have worked just as well as if the jewelry. If it was a Texas, a Texas candle, right? I would have been very happy. Right? Yeah. You can't smell jewelry. Can't smell jewelry. Or light it on fire. That's right. Shelby with a great point. That's <laughs> so go to homesick.com, promo JTrain, 10% off a $50 or, uh, or more order. Uh, let's do some more emails. I like this title, A Cam Girl Slut Shame Me. Oh. Jared, first I want to thank you for the relentless laughs and entertainment you've supplied uh, myself and others. I, I tell everyone about you if they want to figure their shit out in life, feather, feather. Today, I had an interesting situation happen to me. For backstory, I grew up in a small town and didn't have many friends, LOL. I've been friends with my guy friend for 15 plus years, and I'm 25 for reference. So they were kid childhood friends. Yeah. Um, he got into a relationship years ago with a girl who ended uh, up being a suicide girl. Mm. What's that? Um, I'll take this. 
Yes, Shelby? Uh, the like nude models who are covered in tats and piercings. Ah, it's a look. Yeah, it's like a it's like a type of. I I just remember watching something about how they did a calendar. It's okay. Like suicide girls calendar. For reference, it's basically an Insta model mixed with porn star. Okay. He got her pregnant from the first night they met and have dealt with it as best they could. Fast forward to today, he's 30 years old and they are getting a divorce. Mm. He always been a close friend of mine and never did like me hold for punchline. Mm. Oh, let me do the jokes. Uh, <laughs> 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 he, he, never, he was always a close friend of mine and she never did like me. And she never did like me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, good one. Um, when he told me they were getting a divorce, it was on my birthday. He seemed like a familiar person for me, so we ended up having sex that oh, night wow. without any further intention of changing our already relationship, more so in the place where friends can comfort one another. Six months later, she found out and posted my photo labeled home wrecker and whore as well as trash on her porno account that has half a million followers. Oh, my God. Uh, I've received endless amounts of new followers, thanks, as well as hate messages and death threats. Sure. My question is, how do you deal with something like this as a woman in 2018? I've always been a private person. What did and what did happen happened? um, What did happen happened and when they were separated? So how do I deal with this uh, in a logical and respectful way? Much love. And then photos for reference. Mm, let's see. Hold on. I don't know if I can really see it. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. So she posted the picture. She posted pictures of her with like messages across them that say like, I can't read them because they're yeah. too tiny, but I think they say, you know, whore. Yeah. And in that variety. Add this to oh, so it was in her story. Mm, mm. So what do you think? I mean, this I is mean, pretty bad. I mean, it sounds. Uh, yeah, I I want to be like you should talk to her, but she sounds um, not. You know, I'm looking her up right now. Uh, here's the girl that posted it. Okay. This is the quote unquote suicide mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm. She does have a Shelby's a large following. I mean, Shelby's hopping out of his seat to see this one. I mean, yeah, she's beautiful. I mean, it's but they were separated. Yeah, I think it's just tricky because um, it's crazy how many people I know that follow her. Look at this one. Oh wow! Look at the that I'm pointing to. That's hilarious. I mean, it's not surprising. <laughs> um, we know someone yeah. who follows this person. I, 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 I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, uh, I'm the, the death threat thing. I, yeah, I want to be like, you should talk to her to try to smooth it over, but I don't know that. I don't know what message she's going to receive. She's I do also agree. She's going to post it. Maybe you could call her. I do agree with the idea of like, Hey, I know that we never got along because I, uh, uh and I could understand that. Yeah. You, I have I, to I'm, pee. Hold on. Go for it. I'm yeah, a, Hold on, let's pause for two seconds. Sorry. You ready? Yeah. What was I saying before? Sorry, I feel bad cutting you off. No, it's okay. I'm going to die. I don't buy it. You got to go. Um, I, I just think with like these situations, when you message, we took a break. It just, if, we, if we need this, we'll put this in. We took a break. We had to, I needed the bathroom. We had to do a bathroom change. But it, I, the, to, pick off, to pick up where we left off, I... I don't know what message she could send that would be like she could write her and be like, hey, 
You can't I, write I, her, I don't think, because she's going to use it against you. Right? As, Maybe. There's a chance. I, I won't had, say for sure. But. I had gone on a, another show, okay. and I kind of called out their audience one time. And then I got a bunch of hate, and it's just like, and I was joking, and, sure. you know, people get, you know, then you become this, like, rallying cry for the audience. And I, uh, responding to the people was the worst move. Anyone that would tweet at me with their, like, so-and-so hate, I'd block right away. No answer, block done and i think when she's like i got new followers thanks i don't think you i think you go private i think you don't accept any of these people yeah i think you only accept people you know you're not a famous person you're not someone seeking out a public platform so just i would my advice and it was the best decision i made because blocking all of them just it went away at a certain point it goes away the internet moves quickly right so i would go private and not accept any of these people and then i would i would say to your guy Maybe you go through the man. Wait, is she still with the guy? They're friends. Right, and they've been friends and she has since they a kid, were kids. Yeah, and he has a kid with, with this the, woman. Yes. So I think you go to the guy and say, and you have to take the emotion out of it. Don't say, you're fucking bitch of a right. you know, baby right. oh, mama. Oh, yeah, no, no. You just say calmly like, hey, she posted something. I, I mean, also the post has been done. So right. I don't know. Do you think even going to him is makes any sense? Like, I would just go directly to her and I would um I think you can say like listen we've been friends for a really long time and it was just something that happened and um and you know, I as I say this though I'm like just walk away. I think you got to just walk away because if you engage with her it might be exactly what she's been wanting and that might just lead to her feeling like comfortable being in your world. And I feel like you don't want to necessarily be in this girl's world. I I think anyone who's posting stuff like this whore, this homewrecker, like even if you feel that way, that's, that is really intense. That's an intense intense. move. It's also like, it doesn't help the kid. Not at all. It's like if, if if that happened to me and I was upset about something, I feel like it's either you call the person and talk to them directly. You don't start just like passive aggressively slamming them on Instagram. Like, that's just such and, a specific, uncool, immature way to deal with also it. Also, what she did is she weaponized her audience. Totally. So by doing that, she's taken her audience and been like, get her. And, yes. and I don't know if you even want... I wouldn't even want to deal with that. Like, I think the time, kind of the best way to go about something like this is like, play dead. Yeah, like, you just I think like, that might be the move. You don't accept any of the followers. You delete people that you don't know. You block people you don't know. Even even if what they think is a non-blockable event, get them out of your life. You don't right. have to deal with people that you don't want to deal with. And then... The power of blocking. So good. And Huge. you say, I think also, um, you say to who a guy who's supposedly your friend, you just go, just don't involve me in your thing with your girl. Like, I, I just don't want to be around that yeah. if it comes up. And yeah. don't even talk to him about the girl. No. Because even, com- and anytime she comes up, you just go, that's not my place. That's your kid's mom. And um, I just have to step away from that because I could get hurt in this. Yeah. And you really could get hurt. I mean, yeah. it's on Instagram right now, but it could escalate and you don't want her coming after you in some way. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I like this email. Last virgin in Chicago. The last one. Woo. Train feather feather. Here's the deal. I'm a female from Chicago and I've had a personal trainer 
uh, for just over a year now and want to fuck him. Mm. We always vibe really well together outside of when he's training me. Uh, when we get drinks or dinner, my oh, question... Oh, shit. They're already getting drinks oh, and dinner? So that, wow. My question is, we've been flirting for the last few months and being as he's a personal trainer, he's really hot and I don't know if I should tell him uh, I'm into him or not. Fuck buddies is another question, but I'm a virgin. But I'm totally ready to just fucking get her over with. I'm 28, mm. so I'd like to think I'm mature enough to handle just fucking. First, I'd say you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. If you're a virgin, I, I'm not saying you just fucking oh, affects you. And it's not about maturity. No, I think it's just like completely unpredictable the way it bonds you to people. Yeah, there are people I've had sex with where I'm like, I can definitely detach from them and I'm OK. But then there are other people who I didn't even like that much. And then after we fucked, I was like, oh, God, now I like them. Yeah, and they're the worst. <laughs> so, you know, and now I'm it, stuck. It, it ropes you in in ways that you don't expect. Yeah, I know you say men in their careers are like number one as opposed to women. I don't say as opposed, but I'm saying that factors into the fuck equation more than women want to believe. Mm. Women will, you know, be like, well, love conquers all. And sure. guys will be like, I got to fucking retire. No, you guys can compartmentalize a yeah. little more than we can. Would it be beneficial for me to say anything? Will it just be, will I just be shot down? I've been listening for over a year and you've had help uh, give so much insight. I'm hoping you can help me now. I appreciate any insight you have, Shelb, or your amazing guest you give me. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I... The drinks have, and dinner. Yeah, that feels... Because I, I, have, I have a personal trainer. It's a woman. But we're really close like at the gym we like talk mm. after our sessions and stuff and i really like her as a person mm. but we don't hang out yeah and she is still my friend like i would go to you know what i mean like totally. I, I would go to bat for her if she needed a recommendation or like she did come see me do stand-up once but she was on a date with a guy so like i don't know but even so we don't go we don't hang out one-on-one -on -one. the fact that you're hanging out with this guy one-on-one -on -one, drinks and dinner yeah you guys have gone on dates. You have. And I would say this. Uh, the pie chart of life has only so much time to give to people. He's giving you time that would be with people that he enjoys more than work. People. Yeah, I think he has feelings for you. There's something I think there. That the reason he hasn't said anything is because he makes money from you, which yeah. is complicated. I think you should risk losing him as a trainer. Tell him how you feel, see where it goes, and get another trainer. You can always get another trainer. I that's absolutely true. I would even you could even send a text. Hey, I like going out for dinner and drinks with you. Would you want? I would make it. I'd bring it to casual town. Oh yeah, I didn't mean like I love you and I've yeah. always loved you. I just meant like you can acknowledge it in whatever capacity feels comfortable. Acknowledge it and also be like, hey, I would do it this way. I kind of oh, I want to hear. I, I would hear. go. I would text him. On like a Saturday night when you're out, you're dressed up, you're Love with your it. girls, Love and you'd be it. like, yes. hey, I'm out, come hang out. See what happens. Mm. See if he comes, see if he, like, maybe, and I'm not saying you have to fuck that night. I'm saying... Maybe you guys just make out on a street corner. I love that. That's the move. That because is then at the least move. you're in a casual spot where mistakes, quote unquote, can happen. And I and mean then that, that the most can also and also the mistakes can lead to conversations. Because yes. once the mistake happens, you guys have to acknowledge yes. it. You can't go back from there. You have to go, what do we do now? Yeah. And that's you go, a great I, I like hanging out with you. Um, I understand why it's weird. I don't want you losing money, but I can find. I'm gonna find a new trainer, and I'd like to hang out more. Yeah, like I, think I, that's I, I think you like a, you you make the mistake first, and then you address the mistake with, I get why I get why it's weird, 
But that's why I kind of want, I, I enjoy you more as a friend and maybe more than I do as a trainer. And that's not to say you're not a terrific trainer. Yeah, and also like... Making money off of someone you're hooking up with, you, you just can't do that. No, you can't. That feels like, yeah, yeah. you just can't. But also, um, yeah, that's just, that's the move. And also like a lot of people, have, you know, fucking your trainer is a thing. Yeah. People fuck trainers, okay? <laughs> you're not alone. You're not crazy. People you know, fuck trainers. When they're there and they're stretching you and, you know... It's hot. Touchy, they, yeah, come sweaty. on. I mean, I can't even imagine having a male trainer and not wanting to fuck yeah, them. I mean, that's why you go... That's why the, tr- the trainer's body is the marketing for the training. Yeah, I saw this girl in my gym the other day who's very young and hot, and she has a male trainer, and I was like, how is he dealing with that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> how no is idea. this guy coping? Yeah, and they're like, and he's, he's probably like, hot. <laughs> yeah, he, like, I mean, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely in great shape, yeah. and he is this like insanely young, hot girl, and every day I just see him being like, bye, Karen, I'll see you tomorrow, yeah, no. and I'm like, come on, he's man, going home you're and, living yeah. a lie. <laughs> bye, Karen, and he's all <laughs> he's sweet. Going home Bike, yeah, he's with going, the hand he waved goodbye yeah, with. He like, is two different people. Yeah. He is by Karen, <laughs> and then he's at home just Karen, Karen whacking off. Yeah, <laughs> and I see it every day. I'm like, this guy is yeah, miserable. Just, like, just going home and murdering his dick to the thought of bye, Karen. Yeah. Have a good day at school. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, where are we at? We got time for news? We do. Let's do a news item. I know we got to get you out of here. Jamie, thank you for answering the emails. That was so this fantastic. Was so fun. At really Jamie Lee on Instagram, at the Jamie Lee on Twitter. Shelby, hit us with the news. Well, as you'll recall, we had a survey a couple months ago of the three words women like most in bed. I remember this. It was the three... What were those three words? Do you remember or do we have them? I believe they were good girl. Good girl was like the top. Jamie just made a face that not happy about that. I would die. Good girl was the top thing. Wait a minute. No, I'm starting. No, maybe. 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 I I, I had a harsh reaction, but now I'm coming around. Good girl is all... The the context of good girl has to be right. I think that's what it is. My mind went to a really unpleasant place. Set amongst us right now, it feels totally weird. But in the bedroom... Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking... Yeah, no, it makes sense. I get it. We want us to leave, and you could say it out loud. (laughs) That might might help. (laughs) Please don't. We will all leave. (laughs) You can say good girl by yourself. And then we'll come back when we restart the show. That'd be even weirder. So what do we think? They also did one for guys. Oh. And the results I did not relook up. But a new (laughs) study. (laughs) A lot of prep. Okay. (laughs) New study. Has been done finding out America's biggest turn-ons overall that has thrown those two studies out the window. So these are America's biggest turn-ons. Yeah. Ignore everything you've Do heard before. Ignore, ignore the, ignore the pollsters till now. Okay. I'm Do we ignoring. have like a top ten? We have a top twenty. So let's go to the top five. Try to guess in a few. Well, I don't know what this can these be. Are physical. T- this can be wordsical. And if you guess it right, you can take that candle home. Oh, this is a, a candle. So these are the top. Explain it again. Turn-ons. Top turn-ons. I, I would think a make-out. Yeah. Maybe like something ear-related. Uh, 
Number six, nibbling on an ear. Nibbling on the ear. We only nibble on corn and ears. Isn't that yeah. weird? You don't yeah. hear nibble. No, nibble is not widely. Not widely used. Not widely used. Only on nibble. Okay. Uh, See how that was specific though? So That was specific. Was make out a French kiss? That I mean, That is, feels like number one. Yeah. Not specific enough. Like I... Like not specific enough. Making out with your mouth on another mouth is that more? That's too specific. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about kissing I the neck? That was number one. Kissing the neck is number one. Number one. I don't. Wow. I, don't, I think kissing the mouth is hotter than kissing the neck. Yeah, a good makeout is as good as a as a, as a bad makeout's bad. I feel like every time I've had my neck kissed, I'm always like, oh my God. But I'm like, just get back to my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little like, come you up took here. a little detour, but like, come back. <laughs> yeah. It's but like a maybe fu- the neck is, is what's making you want the mouth. It's a oh, I see. chicken or egg situation. Sure. Well, yeah. Give us the top five. Okay. Top 10. Let's hear the top 10. Number one, neck kisses. Okay, go from 10 down. <laughs> That's more fun. Let me count them. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. okay, number 10, being teased. Being what is, teased. That's, not, that's so that's vague. That's the most vague one. Being teased? What, what being like, I, uh, does that mean like tickled or does that mean like, fuck me, you idiot? I, I, <laughs> I, I, the second one. What's the second? Keep. Oh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> being teased, I think is like. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, you're not like nan and a boo boo. It's more like I think like it's what that one guy was doing it's with the forty year old. It's just that's just with like the a forty year old. Hey, come on, come you idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's teasing the the big reveal. What, what's next? Going down on my partner. Mm-hmm. See, these are different things to me. Like the turn on that's is to get act. to going down. Yeah, yeah. These are all sexual acts. Obviously, you're turned on to even have that happen. Like, what What do you mean? I would never be mid-blowjob and go, wow, this is turning me on. <laughs> no, you're already but there. to the 40-year-old, we gave the advice that's of, true. you know, get on the hand, hands on the I wheels. Guess, yeah, that's a good point. Number eight, eye contact during sex. Yeah, I eye get contact that. I get during that. sex. I get that, yeah. Next, lingerie. Don't get that. Mm. I'm not a big lingerie I'm glad because I always I'm like I've never had like great like sexy. I don't. I think just men, think the fact that a guy gets to see me in my underwear is like enough. Yeah, I think that's enough for like. It I, feels I, like enough. It's like you. I'm. I was wearing clothes and now I'm not. Like, why would you care what fabric? Yeah. It's well. Whenever a woman gets into like any clothes are coming off at all, I feel like we all just revert to our like seventh grade self we're like it's Absol- happening absolutely you know? <laughs> you're not like what is this nylon oh, gross like the whole idea of granny panties like i never understood nah, who cares? that like i it, the idea that like first of all women aren't wearing that no we want underwear that looks good even if no one's seeing it, yeah because it feels better under our clothes so but the it's we kind of fucked ourselves with some of these like cliches yeah Okay, well, let's get to the top three. Next was undressing my partner. Sure. Yeah, I get Number that. Number four, going, my partner going down on me. Oh, okay. on the list twice. Okay. Well, that was the oh, opposite. The r- opposite. I so mean, going down on the partner turns you on. Oh, 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 I see. Sorry. I, I misunderstood. I yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Top three, my partner undressing me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. 
two. How do they quantify this? I know. There's a, some voting system. Yeah. <laughs> My partner telling me I like that number two. Oh, that's good. I like that. See, this is the the I like that thing. People are just basically like, yeah, communication. Yeah, turns of me on. So it's like you kind of feel. So you don't like, feel like you're just like. Yeah, well, that like guy going screaming into a canyon. You want to know. <laughs> yeah, you want to know. Hello, right? You want to know if it's working. Are you coming? And what was number one again? Neck kisses. Wow. I couldn't disagree with number one more. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thank you, Shelby. Thanks. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go support. Go follow. Jamie Lee. A pleasure. Uh, Thank you. A dream. I had uh, such a good time. At really Jamie Lee on Instagram, at the Jamie Lee on Twitter. Crashing, coming out in January. Yes. Go watch and it. And I have Go a book follow. out. You have a book out. My book is called Wediculous, An Unfiltered Guide to Being a Bride. And if you loved my advice on this show, oh, and you're getting married, or you know someone who's getting married, this is the book to get Hold that on. person we or yourself. We should have been talking about that from the beginning. This is it's a big cool. audience for that type of book. Oh, it's great. Redo. Yeah, it's a great gift What's for... What's that? Got to do a redo. We got to redo the whole episode. I think we have to start from Wed- the beginning. Ridiculous. W-E-D-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S. It's like ridiculous, but for weddings. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Um, you can also buy it on my website. It's... Um, jamieleecomedy.com I think there's also a ridiculousbook.com but yeah it's on Amazon and it's also an audiobook if you hate the physical appearance of words on paper I'm with that person I like a good audio book good. listen yeah. well thank you so much I'm Jared Freed at Jared Freed on Instagram jtrainpodcast at gmail.com keep sending those emails keep telling your friends we'll be back next episode boom